to another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. So good to have you here. Today's episode brought to you by my friends at Performance Inspired Nutrition. If you want to live a more healthy and active lifestyle, there is no better partner than Performance Inspired Nutrition. You can find them at pi-nutrition.com. Now, whether you want to take the whey protein shakes in the mocha flavor like I do, mix it up with eight ounces of milk and keeps you feeling full all day, gives your, uh, your body everything that you need, boosts your metabolism. It's, it's just, it's everything you need to make you feel great all day long. I'm no longer reaching for uh, the snacks in the pantry and all the good tasting stuff. No, I don't need it. Matter of fact, I don't even want it because I feel full all day. Um, I also, to every morning, I take the whole food uh, multivitamin. That gives my body everything in the world that it needs. Plus, with what's going on in the world, um, I had them send me some of the new Zinc Plus uh, capsules. This is going to keep your immune system where it needs to be to fight off infection, especially when it comes to coronavirus and COVID-19. You want to keep your immune system in a good, healthy place. Check out the Zinc Plus capsules for performance-inspired nutrition. It will keep your immune system where it needs to be to help fight off these horrible infections. And hey, let's face it, we're coming into flu season. You need all the help you can get. You need the vitamin D. You need the zinc. You need all this stuff. Like I said, healthy, active lifestyle, all natural plant-based products with performance-inspired nutrition. Nothing you put in your body is going to be bad when it comes from performance-inspired. It's going to be exactly what your body needs it to be. Go check it out and start your journey to a more healthy and active lifestyle with Performance Inspired. Go to pi-nutrition.com. Don't forget, when you check out, enter code STEVE and get 10% off your order at Performance Inspired. That's pi-nutrition.com. We're also brought to you by the Artist Development Academy. You can find it at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Get the information, access, and guidance you need to be successful in your entertainment career, whether it's the music business, you want to be a songwriter, producer, engineer, artist, singer, songwriter. It doesn't matter. If you want to be a YouTube content creator, if you want to be a TikTok content creator, there are rules to this business and you need the correct information, the guidance from people who are successful in this business already. And we can help you get there. We can help you build those steps one step at a time with solid foundation underneath you with online courses, our members-only community forum where you can meet uh, co-writers and collaborators, and you can ask a pro. You want to post your work for feedback? We'll have Grammy-winning hit songwriters and producers and songwriters and label executives and, and publishing company executives tell you exactly what we think about it and help you with creative criticism, not even corrective criticism, but creative criticism. Again, it's the information, access, and guidance you need to be successful. Go check it out now, artistdevelopmentacademy.com. I'm giving you 30% off just because you listen to this podcast. So go check it out. Matter of fact, we've got a new course dropping at the end of this week, and it's all about how to make creative Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube ads on a budget, how to get your targeting right so that you can start seeing an increase in your audience and start engaging a, a whole new audience. And oh, that's a members only course. So you have to be a member to get it. So I highly suggest you go to artistdevelopmentacademy.com and become a member today. Absolutely today. It costs less than a cup of coffee per day. Seriously, guys, you want to take your career to the next level? The first step is going to artistdevelopmentacademy.com, signing up for your membership, 
Enter code Steve at checkout and get 30% off your annual membership. I hope to see you over there so that I personally can start helping you as well as some of our other instructors. We hope to see you over there. ArtistDevelopmentAcademy.com. Since the coronavirus hit, you know, so many of us out of work uh, and or starting new businesses, which I think is is really exciting. But today on the podcast, we're going to talk about boundaries and balance with so many people working from home. People are working more. People are working harder and it's affecting our mental health. I want to talk about that a little bit today, how to properly set boundaries and have some balance in your work life and your home life. I think it's so important. Stick around. Great episode straight ahead today. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. It's really good to be back with you. I was in Los Angeles all last week. Uh, getting the new house out there uh, lined out. And I got to tell you, it was a stressful week. Um, I don't know if any of you have tried to buy furniture since COVID hit, uh, but it is not, it's not fun. Uh, we tried to buy some new furniture for the place here in Nashville, and we kept getting put off and put off and put off and put off. And finally, we just had to cancel the order. And so I flew out to Los Angeles to get the keys to the new house uh, out in California. And I thought, okay, I've, I've got four days. I'm here. I've got four days. Surely I can find something. And it took right up until the last day to be able to find, just get a little bit, not even like furnish the place, just a little bit, have something to set on. Uh, so it, it, that, it, was, it was stressful. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be here. Uh, good week, but very stressful week uh, last week. And there was a furniture store. Uh, that I finally found that was able to to get me some stuff. And then they actually just it's one of those. You remember those kind of stores where you used to could walk in, you could just buy it and take it home with you. It was kind of one of those things. And that it, it was a it was a saving grace. It, it really was. Um, but it got me thinking. I was thinking on the plane ride home the other night. About kind of a work life balance and setting boundaries. Because as I, I know for me, as I take on more and more and more, my, in, my immediate reaction when I think about my day is that I try to cram as much as humanly possible onto my plate. Um, but then I also find myself, I get down from time to time, or if I'm being real honest, it's not that I get down, I get really pissed off. I get really upset because I, I start to realize and think, I've taken on way more than a I really want to do. Um, and then I realized that I, I don't have time for myself. Where's my time? And, and, and I'm so willing to give so much of my time to other people and whether it's to the business or whether it's the management company or whether it's flying here to, to oversee a music video shoot. I leave for Dallas tomorrow for a music video shoot. And, and it's like, where is my time? And, you know, my family, my wife, she's been telling me, for, you've got to start setting boundaries. You, you, you can't just turn all of your time over to other people. 
and and make it like it, your your calendar is just open. And if you've got 10 minutes, then that person can have that 10 minutes. And I was really thinking about it on the the airplane coming back from Los Angeles because I was thinking, OK, I'm going to be home literally two days and then I've got to fly out again and I'm worn out. I'm tired. How do I fit anything else in? As a matter of fact, this episode is late coming out today because I didn't have enough time before I left to record more episodes to run while I was gone and to have them when I immediately got back. So I had to get up early this morning. I had to come into the office and sit down and make this episode of the podcast because I didn't have the time to do it before. And it's all about prioritization to me. And, I, and I've not been good at it. And I was reading an article uh, on the airplane on the way back, and it was specifically about work-life balance, but more as it relates to what's going on in the world with COVID, because now more than ever, people are working from home. So those lines are starting to get blurred. Now, that's nothing new for me because I've worked from, from home or from my office, which worked for myself for the last 20 something years. So, and there were a lot of those years that my office was in the house and that was really difficult trying to come up with some balance. Okay. What hours are considered work hours? What hours are work? What hours are home? And and it gets very jumbled. And I know a lot of you out there are in this same situation because I would get to a point where when the, and even though now, that my office and studio is not in my house. I still find that I leave here every day. And all I do is just take my work home with me and start working from there. And, and I, it, it's like time is a vacuum. And I can sit down, I can open up my laptop. And before I know it, four and a half hours has passed. And it's 10, 15, 10, 30, 10, 45 at night. And the, my mental self is going, all right, it's time for you to slow down. It's time for you to take some time for you. And then you look at the clock, it's 1045. It's like, well, it's time to go to bed now. And, and we've not, I know I don't, I've realized I've not taken any of that time for myself, which is so important for our mental health, which we've got an entire episode coming up that I've dedicated to mental health because I had one of you guys um, that is a member of the private Facebook group, which I would love to have you guys remember. If you haven't, if you haven't joined, go to facebook.com forward slash the Steve Freeman. Join our Steve Freeman podcast Facebook group. We'd love to have you. So you got some great conversations going on over there. But he posed a question about mental health, which really got me started to think as it relates to the music business, entertainment business. So we've got a whole episode coming up on that. But since I was preparing for that episode, I've really been thinking about this. And doing some research, it, it really has been an issue since March of this year when COVID-19 hit. Because a couple of different things either happened. Either you lost your job and you are now forced to be confined at home and have been for several months, or you're starting a new business. Basically, those of you that even went to a regular job, your work and your life are now the same thing. You start, and especially if you're if you've not started a business or you you don't work from home, this is a new concept to you, and people are having a very difficult time dealing with this. You know, you don't have that same physical 
separation of, of time of, of, okay, Monday through Friday, eight to five is work. And then after five is my time. Um, most of us in the entertainment business have never had that luxury. I, I've never had that luxury. So I just kind of tend to always look at things as if it's just all work. It's just work all the time. So I'm going to try to do better in setting some boundaries for my own mental health, for my own sanity, because I do at times I reach a point where I feel like every minute of my day is allocated and determined by someone else. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling at all. So if you're kind of in my shoes and you don't know when that cutoff period is, you know, when is it? Is it six o'clock in the afternoon? Is it seven o'clock at night? You know, when is it? I want to go over some steps today that I'm going to start following. Now, you can follow along with me. You don't have to follow along with me, but I'm going to try to take these steps to start setting some boundaries, to start reclaiming some of my own time so that I don't spend every waking minute, an hour of the day working. Because contrary to popular belief, I don't like working that much. I am a workaholic. I'll admit it. And I think that's always the first step. Now, we may not be alcoholics, but we're workaholics. And the steps are the same. And the first thing you got to do is admit, hey, I'm a workaholic. So I think I I found some steps and I want to share them with you. I find that they were probably pretty good for me. So I'm going to start following. Step one, declutter your physical and mental space. That means clearing an area, making sure and I know it's hard, especially with those of you that have been locked, locked in the house. You've got stuff everywhere. And if you, if you walked in the podcast studio, you would go, okay, Steve, yeah, you need to declutter because I've got, I've got shit everywhere. Um, but I've also heard before that if you walk into any room that you consider like your work area, your, your, your space, whatever, that the visual aspect of that will actually will accurately depict your mental outlook and like what's going on. And when I read that, I started looking around at my my uh, the recording studio over here in my personal office and then in here and I'm like no wonder I feel like I'm in constant disarray. Like I'm constantly unorganized. I I don't feel like I'm it, I'm in a productive environment because there's just shit everywhere. And the more I started thinking about it and looking around I'm like man This is a physical representation of how my brain and my mind feels half the time. So I'm going to start there. I want to declutter my physical and my mental space. That means tidy everything up, put everything in a nice, organized manner, but everything's got a place. Everything doesn't have to just be stacked on top of each other or things thrown around. In all seriousness, and I see where this is beneficial because I can think back and it's like, okay, I used to go through this thing about once every three or four months and I would go into the recording studio and I would just I would clean everything off and I would just make sure, okay, hard drives go here. You know, this goes here. Guitars hang on the wall and just tidy everything up. And I remember that after I would do that, I would feel so much better and so much more productive. The next time I walked in the studio that it's like, okay, I don't have uh, charts laying everywhere. I don't have pens laying all over the desk. Um, I, 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 everything is kind of clean and, it, and it's, 
everything's in its own space. And I, and I remember that, that that allowed me, I think, to be more creative. Because I wasn't just looking at this musical vomit that was all over. Trash here, trash there, water bottle here. Like I said, hard drives laying out here, pens, picks. You know, it, it was cluttered. But when all of that stuff gets cleaned up, then I feel better. And I feel like, okay, I can sit down and do what I'm in here to do. If my, my office, same way, if there's papers everywhere, contracts laying everywhere, uh, this computer's open and I've got this going on, this going on, the trash can's full. You, you start, I think, to physically manifest inside your head and your brain starts to feel that cluttered as well. So the first step is start the decluttering process. Now, to declutter your mind, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly thinking about the next thing. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. If I'm if I take a break for myself and I know I get this all the time, I'm going at some point I'm going to quit smoking. But it's not going to be today. Um, but even like when I'll take a smoke break, even the term smoke break, it's supposed to be a break, go outside, light up and just kind of, you know, I even use that opportunity. I'm checking text messages. I'm replying to uh, comments on social media. I'm replying to emails. And then that's not even a break. We've got to start taking the time that it takes to declutter our brain as much as our physical spaces, as much as your office, as much as your house. It's important to declutter your brain. This is one thing I'm looking forward to doing because my brain feels at at 110% capacity 24-7. I, I dream about work. I don't even have good dreams anymore. I, I dream about the things that I haven't done and the things that I need to do and the things that I've done that I wish I had done differently. That couldn't be healthy. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but that couldn't be healthy. So I'm going to try to start taking moments throughout the day to declutter my brain. Get in a better mental headspace. Think about something other than what I'm trying to accomplish because we, we've got to have that me time. We've got to have it. So step number one, declutter your physical space. Arrange things a little better. Nice and neat. Tidy up. You know, the, 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 the cleaner it is and the more organized it is, the better you're going to feel when you sit down to do something. I, I know that that's the truth, and I know you know it's the truth as well. But just as important as that is doing the exact same thing in your brain. How many of you, because I know I do, how many of you as we sit here today have things on your mental plate occupying space that really shouldn't be there? I have a ton of them. You know, and through life, whether it's your personal life or whether it's your work life, we all have things that are taking up space in our brains and our in our mental capacity, whether it's emotional, financial, physical, whatever, that just shouldn't be there. And we allow it to take up a certain percentage of our mental plate. Um, why we do that, I don't know. Because I think we hold on to things, I know, and we, we constantly want to repair things and fix things. So we give them this little space so that we can go to them and access them at any time. And one of the things I want to start doing is, is dumping that almost like 
uh, spam. Think of your think of your email inbox. I've got we've I'm going to I would encourage you to as well to install some sort of spam filter in your brain and stop allowing some of this needless, senseless crap that we allow to take up space in our brain. Get rid of it. Dump it. Wipe it. Throw it in the trash can. Like just like you're on your computer, throw it in the trash can and then empty the trash can and let it go. Start creating some better mental space for yourself by decluttering what's going on in your head. Organize it more just like your physical space. Step number two is set and stick to a routine. This is hard for me. And and, and what's odd is that I am a creature of habit and I love routines. Absolutely love. I love knowing that every time, every day I do this, 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 and this. But as much as I love it, I don't think I stick to them as much as I should. So I'm going to start a new routine and I'm going to make myself stick to it. And a lot of this is comes into play when we're talking about boundaries. I'm going to allow myself to set a boundary in the morning that this is when I start work. And then I'm going to allow myself to set a boundary at some point at the end of the day that is literally going to be the end of my work day. And, and then that's going to then I'm going to set another boundary at that end that begins my time, Steve's time. And then I'm going to set a boundary on the end of that. And then I'm not going to let anything infiltrate those boundaries. I'm not going to do personal stuff during my work time. I'm not going to do work stuff during my personal time. I'm not going to take work phone calls. I'm not going to respond to work emails. It, it is going to be my time. And I, I hope that you guys follow along in this with me. One of the things that I read, which blew my mind, people that have been, and, and this has been great for companies, by the way. One of the things that's happened since people have been forced to remote work during the coronavirus outbreak. They are finding that people are working three and a half hours longer during the day than they would normally when they go and they drive up and they clock into their 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 work or they they go into the office. And this has been great for corporations because if you work five days a week, they're getting 15 hours more a week of work out of you than they would normally. And here's the thing, those that have been lucky enough to hold on to their jobs and work remotely, they're not getting paid more. But because these lines and these boundaries and the balance and the shift is off and people aren't really sure, well, I'm home, I'm on my computer, I might as well go ahead and do this or I might as well keep working. It, it is caused to really, I mean, it, like I said, for businesses, it's been great because they're getting an average of three and a half hours more out of their employees remote working. And I've said before, I, I think even when we're all in the clear over the, the whole coronavirus thing, I think a lot of these companies are not going to have a majority of their office workers come back. I think a lot of people are going to continue to remote work. And if you owned a company and you realized that you're getting more work out of your employees when they work remotely, then you're going to and you can pay them the same amount. Uh, what are you going to do? You're going to allow them to work from home because it shows that they're working more. You know, you would one would think that it was the opposite, that people would be 
screwing off more, you know, watching Netflix, Hulu and, you know, playing video games and doing all that. But obviously they're not. They're working more. So I think it's important to set a routine and then hold yourself to it. You need to pick a time to start. You need to to maybe pick a preparation time that's early in the morning where you set things that you're going to do. You set times for yourself. I was even reading one guy that I thought was pretty interesting was he sets a timer. He literally sets in what's he what he calls day blocks his timeout. So from eight to 10 in the morning, he works on this specific thing and he will set alarm clocks on his phone. And he only allows himself to work on that thing from eight to 10 in the morning. And then something else, it may be different from 10 to 11. Then he uh, from 11 to 12, it's something else. Then he takes an hour for lunch and does not do any work during his lunch. And, And he was talking about his productivity going through the roof in day blocking. And I don't know. My business, music business, entertainment is a little different. I don't know that it would be possible to do that kind of thing. But let's let's say you're a content creator. And maybe that is a good thing. I'm I'm going to shoot videos or I'm going to write songs or work on this song. I'm going to work on, you know, writing whatever from eight to, to noon every day. And then I'm going to do something else later in the afternoon, whatever. But he said that when he allowed himself no boundaries within that time limit to work on that one thing that he was much more focused instead of allowing himself to start something and then go work on something else and kind of get scatterbrained and then come back to it later. That if you give yourself a finite amount of time and you put those boundaries on it and you're going to do this from eight to noon or eight to nine, whatever time limit you put on it, that that time is actually spent more creatively and it's more productive. So maybe day blocking, and you can Google this and look into it. When I did, there were, there were you know, 100,000 different articles you can read about it. But a lot of it talks about taking your larger projects and, and the larger things you're trying to accomplish and do and break them down into smaller chunks, uh, which is great. We've talked about that in the past, especially when it comes to content, you know, creating uh, pillar content, which is large, long form type content, and then breaking it up into micro content. Same thing with your time. I mean, you you can do the same thing. If you've got a project that you're working on, break it up into smaller things. Um, I do that sometimes with the records that I produce because it's like you've got, there's so much of a process from beginning to end. And it's like, I sometimes it'll be like, okay, today's a vocal comping day. I'm not going to worry about anything else other than getting just the vocals comp. And if it takes me three hours, it takes me three hours. If it takes me an hour, then it just takes me an hour. And that's always a good thing because I hate comping vocals. So segmenting those things and breaking them up and blocking your time off and taking the bigger things that are on your plate, breaking them down into smaller chunks and then attacking those small chunks. I think it sounds smart. I think for me, it's going to be hard to to get myself into that routine. But I think once I do, and I think if you do it along with me, once you do, you're going to find yourself being more productive than just it being, you know, your brain and what it is you're trying to accomplish being an eight lane super highway all the time. This is stuff is coming. Stuff is going. If you can go over there to that lane or well, well, maybe we'll ride in this lane for a while. And then we get confused and, and I can see where these people are talking about. When you allow yourself to get to that point, you actually become less effective. You become less productive because there's too many options. 
There's too many things that you can allow yourself to do, too many different projects or things you can allow your mind to occupy space on. And, and putting those things in nice, neat little compartments and boxes makes sense to me. So that you're only, it's like being a kid, right? And, and all of you have all these toys. And, and that's what I feel like. I, I keep getting this mental image of being a little kid and walking into a playroom and there's just fucking toys everywhere, all over the floor. You've got G.I. Joe, you've got building blocks, you've got all this shit coloring over in this corner, and it's just everywhere. Or would you want to be the kid that walked in and all these little toys are nicely, uh, they are put in different boxes. I know it's a weird visual, but it's, it's what I'm going with. Stick with me here. And all of the different, you've got all your little G.I. Joes are in this little box and they've got, you know, you can even separate them if you want. You've got G.I. Joe in this box and Cobra in this box. So then you know what you're reaching for. Then you've got all your little colors and all your little paints and all your stuffed animals. Everything is in a separate box so that your space, your play area is nice and clean. You can walk in, you can look around and go, okay, I think I'm going to do this. And you take out and you play with the toys from that box for as long as you want. And then you put them back in that box, put them back on the shelf and then grab another box. I get that. I can tell where that is going to be a much better experience. You translate that into your work life. You take all these little things and you put them in these little boxes. You pick out the box and you work on that thing. And when you're done working on that thing, then you put it back in that box and you put it back on the shelf so that it's clean the next time you walk in. Uh, It sounds good. I'm hoping that it manifests itself that way and it actually feels as good to do it as it does to talk about it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for me. I think it's going to be hard for you. But I think we will have a much better balance in our life and our work if we can somehow manage to do this. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is important. It's important because it's one of the things that I know that I want the most. And it's also the thing that I get the least of. And that is we have got to start making times for time for ourselves. There has got to be time every day that is allocated to us. And that doesn't mean, and I'm guilty of this one as well. I'll often say that, oh, well, I am t- I'm taking some me time. I'm just, I'm working on projects that are important to me. I'm working on my stuff. And see, that really doesn't count because that's still working. And when I'm talking about making time for yourself, I'm talking about literally physically stepping away. 70% of people that were polled in 2019 agreed that they identify themselves only through their jobs. Think about that for a second. 70% of people polled identified themselves as only through their job. To me, it doesn't make us a very well-rounded society or a well-rounded person is if our work is the only thing that identifies us or that we feel gives us any self-worth. And I think it's time for us to start taking more time for ourselves. If it's an hour a day, if it's two hours a day, I don't care how much it is. I know that we all, for our mental health and our, 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 our state of being, especially with what we're going through right now, I think it's important that we start making time for ourselves and it needs to be scheduled and it needs to be 
every single day. We cannot just think about work all the time. We cannot just think about the goal we're trying to accomplish and we can't climb. We've talked about that mountain. We can't just climb 24 7. We get worn out and then we get ineffective. Our creativity starts to fall. And a lot of times we don't see it because we're the ones climbing. As long as we feel like we've gone an inch or two or three up, then we're moving in the right direction. When in all reality, if we would back off a little bit, if we would stop, if we would take a little bit of a break, we would let our bodies recuperate. We would let our minds recuperate. We would rest a little bit. Then when we got ready to climb again, we would probably climb much faster and we would cover more ground. And I think it's as simple as that. I think that it is so important as we are wrapping up going into the last quarter of this year that we all try to find some sort of a balance. And and I think you do that by setting boundaries. Boundaries on your time, boundaries on your work life and on your work time, especially if you work for yourself, if you're self-employed, or if you are a remote worker, you're working from home, I think it's more important now than ever. Don't be one of these statistics that is remote working and you are giving your employer 15 hours a week more than they're paying you for. It's not fair. For those of you like me that are self-employed, you work for yourself and you know, you're the one that goes out, you plant the seeds, you water the seeds, you harvest the seeds, you deal with the bad crops, the good crops. It's hard because we want to constantly feel like we're moving forward. And, and it's up to us to keep everything moving. And we think the harder and the longer we work, the more successful we're going to be. And I'm starting to think that we're in overdrive and we've been in overdrive too long. And the fact that we are working too much is actually keeping us from achieving the things we want to achieve. And I think it's hazing our view of the goals. I think we're worn out. I think we're tired. I know I am. And it's time to set some boundaries. It's time to get some balance in your life. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It is so important. I really do believe it. Um, I'll start posting some stuff on social media that I'm kind of that I'm trying to do in my life to set these boundaries and and start having more of a balance. And I, I hope you'll follow along with me in this journey. Uh, post what you're doing on the Facebook group. Um, I think that's a perfect place for us. Everybody hold everybody accountable. Make sure we're all uh, setting these boundaries and we're starting to see some of this balance. I would love for you guys to take this journey with me because I know I need more energy. I need more my time. I need I need to recharge the batteries. So no, we're not we're not we're acting like we're we're Teslas that don't have to be plugged in, and we do. You know, even it's again funny visual, but you know you got to think you got to recharge. At some point, you got to recharge. Nothing is as effective on low battery. You're not able to go as fast or as hard. So we need to start recharging our batteries. Guys, thank you for being here for another episode. Don't forget, if you're not already, follow me on Instagram at the Steve Freeman. Join our private Facebook uh, group, the Steve Freeman Podcast Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash the Steve Freeman. All this is in the links uh, in, in the show notes. So you can find everything right there. Guys, we are bringing an end to season six. 
hard to believe, 36 episodes in this season. And we're going to be kicking off season seven uh, in a couple of weeks. And I'm really looking forward to it. Some awesome guests we have booked. Uh, and so I, I'm really pumped about it. Season six has been amazing. We've seen unparalleled growth uh, during this period. And it's all thanks to you guys that listen, that share, um, and that engage uh, with me in the podcast. It's, it's just been amazing. And I'm excited to see where we're going to go as we launch season seven coming up here in a couple of weeks. Guys, until the next episode, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman. 